everybody. Welcome back to uh, The Exploding Tire. It's episode four. Today's October 26th, 2017. I'm Scott Johnson, your host. Bunch to talk about today. Um, so I did something weird the other night. Just This is a quick just thing aside, okay? I'm playing Overwatch with myself. No, uh, no teammates, just me solo queuing. Did a couple of quick matches, uh, or quick plays rather, and then I got into... Uh, I mean, we only got how many days left before the end of the season? It's like three, four days, not even that, a couple days. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll just go do my placements because <laughs> I didn't do them at all for this season. What are we, season six? I kind of have just been ignoring it. So uh, as a result, I thought I would just try that out and see what happened in there. And I'll tell you what happened. Uh, it got real weird. Um, things didn't go exactly my way. And it uh, turns out a lot of people who are maybe kind of bad at the game wait till the very last second to do their placements. So my time was perhaps not the best spent doing that. Uh, but I'm curious if any of you are doing that. Like, send me an email, scottofrogpants.com. When do you jump in? Because if you go in day one, all your tryhards and all your like top-level players are going to be in there, and you're going to just be fighting against that, right? They're going to be throwing you against that wall. And for some of you, that's the right thing to do. Uh, but for many of us, we uh, need to have a little, sl- a slightly more um, lubricated entry into the particular uh, season that we might be trying for. So do you wait a week? Do you wait two weeks? Do you wait a month? Like how, how long do you wait to get in and, and get, get that on? And you'll have season seven coming up soon. So you'll be able to make that decision shortly. So I'm just really curious from uh, everyone else's perspective, what you guys think of that. Let's get into the news. A Chinese Overwatch player has asked Blizzard directly for help with American visas. And they did it in an open letter. Silent Chan on Reddit yesterday penned an open uh, letter to developer publisher Blizzard asking for help getting American visas so they can compete in the Overwatch World Cup in 2017 or of 2017. And as Chan tells it, this is pretty amazing, only two out of the six, uh, six players on the team were able to get visas so they could compete in the competition. That leaves the other four players to be replaced by substitutes or they'd have to forfeit altogether. Uh, He says in a quote, of course, I'm not dissatisfied with the substitutes or anything else, but as a huge fan of Overwatch, I, along with other Overwatch players, couldn't help questioning about the reasons within. Why did the same issue happen over and over again, he said. Uh, It talks about how difficult it is to get an American visa, pointing to similar incidents over the past decade where players were absent from competitions such as Warcraft, Starcraft, and others. Um, He personally believes the issue happens for one reason, and that is it's just really hard to get American visas. He's probably right. Uh, He says, I don't know how much there, or sorry, I don't know much about American visa laws, but I do know it is really strict. From the perspective of a country, it is reasonable to exercise strict control over the visa, but on the esports player's point of view, it is also reasonable to let those who have good causes in. After all, esports is also one of the sporting events. Uh, I think he just means, you know, hey, sports are sports, E or otherwise. Um, anyway, he thinks that uh, they should get in. And kind of I do too. And I don't know if Blizzard uh, is going to respond to this in a positive way. If the uh, bottom line for all of this will be uh, congratulations, well done, you're in. Or if Blizzard's held, I mean, they're probably going to be held to the same standards. How do you pull strings like that? This isn't the Olympics, right? And even then, I think you have to just do standard procedure. So. I don't think it's on Blizzard for this. Like open letter to Blizzard is nice and it brings it to their to Blizzard's attention and maybe Blizzard can forward it up the chain 
but it comes down to the immigration in this country to make that decision, right? And I don't know that it would fly very well for them to say, sorry, everyone else who's gone through all the proper channels, wait times and everything else to get a visa. We need to let these four uh, Chinese uh, Overwatch players in because there's a game this weekend at Blizzard or at BlizzCon. You know what I'm saying? just don't think it's going to happen. As much as I might personally like to see it, I don't think it's going to happen. All right, you don't want to get in trouble in this game, so quit spamming Overwatch voice lines. All right? Turns out it can get you in trouble. As you know, every character's got a bunch of voice lines. Taunts, goofy stuff, greetings, stuff like that, right? And you can deploy them at will anytime. You hit the mines assigned to the X key. I assume that's still where everybody does theirs. Um, and they include everything from, you know, McCree's notoriously Kirk Hamilton irritating I'm your Huckleberry quote. And it's not hard to spam them. You can kind of do them pretty pretty frequently. It isn't something you can just kind of go bip, 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 bip over and over. But pretty close. Anyway, in a recent Overwatch forum post, one player complained that they have been unjustly silenced in the game. That is, they had their communication functionality disabled. I've run into a few of these players lately, by the way. I don't know if there's an uptick going on. They did say they were going to crack down on toxicity, so maybe this is one of many signs of that. But anyway, on multiple occasions, uh, this has happened to this player. In response, principal designer Scott Mercer pulled up records of the player's grievances and specifically noted this. Even with using a microphone, this player has been spamming voice lines in addition to being a poor sport, killing themselves, and generally being a nuisance. Zing. So, if you thought it was funny to even just sit there pre-match, waiting for the countdown, hanging out in, uh, I don't know, if I can't think of a map, Dorado, just chilling, hitting the bell with your gun or whatever, getting ready to leave, and push the payload, maybe don't be spamming your voice stuff, because... Maybe that's going to get you in trouble and you probably don't want to be in trouble because if you get in trouble, you get kicked out of the game or you get silenced anyway. Um, Mercer went on to clarify that the voice line spam is only a problem when it interferes with other players' ability to enjoy themselves, which probably has somewhat of a broad definition, but nonetheless, don't do it. Just be nicer in those games, all right? I ran into some of you guys the other day during my little season six last minute push. I don't understand it. Just play the game. Let's have some fun. Quit dorking around. Winston's bubble. You know, the one that will protect us, he always says. This will protect us. Now has a shield health marker on Overwatch's PTR. This was unannounced and kind of cool. Uh, the the uh, PTR patch went live on October 25th, just a few days ago. Uh, actually, what's today? Yesterday, I'm sorry. Bringing a tiny change to Winston's barrier projector. So nothing about the functionality has changed. That's an important point here. Still goes up. It's a limited time. It goes down. Uh, people can shoot through it, making it go down sooner. And you got to be inside of it like it's always been. Okay? None of that has changed. But they have added uh, this part. It's a UI element that is essentially a health bar that measures the HP of the shield. So if you played D.Va and used her defense matrix or... Oh, hell, you could any of them with shields. Uh, Arisa's weird shield chucking thing. Those all have life, life meters on them now, right? So why not Winston? That's always been kind of a thing. So they've added it. Uh, Winston players will now be able to communicate more efficiently and effectively with their uh, teammates, notifying them when the shield bubble is about to break. Winston's barrier 
doesn't last very long, so probably the biggest reason this hasn't shown up until now is what was the point? It was kind of gone before you know it. But one of the strategies is when that thing's plopped down is to tear through it if you're the opposing team. I like this idea. In fact, I'm huge on these kinds of small tweaks every time a PTR uh, inst or a, a PTR goes live, or a new PTR build, I should say. I'm always more excited for the little things than I am for the great big sweeping changes. So you could come to me and say, oh, guess what? They're taking Mercy in five different directions again. Oh, no, Mercy's changing again. I'd say, yeah, but what about uh, death icons? Can I see the characters' faces on them? That used to be a thing I wanted in the game, and now I have them. They exist. Not that I, I don't think they answered me particularly and said, hey, Scott needs this. We should help him out, right? <laughs> but uh, anyway, this is good news. Uh, they say they don't have an ETA for when Roadhog will be playable again, by the way. Roadhog has been temporarily disabled on the Overwatch PTR. I don't know why. They didn't say. Say they're investigating an issue that will provide uh, updates on the PTR form as they become available. They're not going to launch that into the public realms with, with him not in there, so don't worry about that. But I'm very curious why Roadhog is not in the current lineup. Maybe he's in trouble. Maybe we should help him. <laughs> Well, we got a new team in the Overwatch League roster. Boston Uprising. That's right. The Boston Uprising has joined the roster. And uh, let's see. It happened on the 25th also. The organization named eight players will make up the Overwatch League team. The lineup is former Af Africa Free Freaks. Africa Freaks. Anyway, player Wu Yol. Uh, boxes Yong Jin. Game Su's Na. Rocks Orcas. Quan Striker. Uh, looks like Mistakes. Snow, uh, Dream, Dream Casper, and Singularity, Team Singularity's Kellex Keller, along with uh, Toronto Esports' Lucas Not E Messenger Mess Messinger. I am not getting their names right. It doesn't matter. The point is that's your team. And uh, that's very exciting. They announced it on Twitter. They showed like this short little video, the new logo. It's actually really cool. It's a nice new logo. Uh, owned by the New England Patriots, uh, the Craft Group. Roster will uh, wear blue and yellow. Those will be their colors. And uh, when Overwatch League kicks off on December 6th with its preseason exhibition matches, uh, that stuff will all show up. You'll see those guys in those uniforms. Uh, they say this, the ability to represent the city of Boston is extremely exciting. We are also very eager for the opportunity to show current and future Overwatch fans how skilled our players are and the importance of deploying a team-centric strategy to be successful. We are all very excited to start the season, they say. All right, and some uh, good news, I guess. I guess this is good news. If you have a buddy and you're like, dude, I'd like to send you some Overwatch loot boxes because it's your birthday or whatever, right? Well, now you can do it. Blizzard's Battle.net app now lets you gift Overwatch, Overwatch loot boxes along with other stuff in the Blizzard uh, pantheon of things. You can do WoW stuff. Uh, Heroes of the Storm stuff is either there or coming. Uh, currencies, boxes, blah, blah, blah. Across the board, mounts, skins. That's the thinking. This is just the beginning. But right now, loot boxes are part of this approved uh, starting point of things. So, uh, this took too long. Can I just say that? <laughs> oh, uh, Hearthstone boxes. I forgot about that. So, if you want to, or not boxes, Hearthstone packs. And in fact, if you sign in right now and get into that social tab, you'll see that you've already been gifted a free uh, Hearthstone pack 
uh, but it's all like original like OG cards from the original game. That's fine and it's free and it's kind of cool, I guess. Most people will probably just dust those cards. I wish you could choose. I wish there was like an interface that popped up and said, you know, what of the games you're playing the most, I don't play Hearthstone hardly at all. So it'd be cool if it just said, yo, you want a loot box in Overwatch? Yes. Boop. And that's what I get instead. So that's kind of a bummer. Maybe that'll come out in the future. But um, anyway, you want to have uh, the gift that just keeps on giving? Well, just sort of gives once <laughs> and not keeps on giving because really it really is only going to give once. Uh, then get in there and do it. You can gift them now. Now is the time. This is the place. And the holidays are coming. Uh, final news, and we talked about this earlier. Overwatch Competitive Play Season 6 ends on October 28th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. That means you've got, what, two days. Uh, is that Saturday? Yeah, it is Saturday. So put down your Mario Odyssey. Put your uh, your Assassin's Creed Origins down. Stop playing. What else is coming out today? A bunch of big games are out today. Or tomorrow. Oh, the new Wolfenstein game. Put those down. Get back into Overwatch and crank out your placements. Like I am. I say that as if I'm going to finish. <laughs> I don't know if I am. I was kind of bummed out the other night. But um, anyway, it ends soon. October 28th. Get on it. You slackers. you guys it's time to jump into some emails let's do this so we get emails on the show scott at frogpants.com is the email address to use and uh we really appreciate you guys doing this first of all i need to announce i, I started the contesty thing sort of on twitter to start with but uh we're giving away a virtual ticket to blizzcon which happens next week if you're going to blizzcon uh you're excited and you're already going to be there but there's plenty of people at home that don't have a way to be there so they get the virtual ticket some people can't afford that and i wanted to help them out we have a winner. His name is, I don't have a drum roll, or I'd do it. Tondrabol, I guess is how you'd say it. T-O-N-D-R-A-B-O-L-E. Uh, Tondrabol entered the contest. I have your email. I'll let you know, Tondrabol, that you've won via that and send you the code. But congratulations. Now you're hearing this going, well, man, I didn't even know about your contest. Or I saw it, but I didn't win. Here's uh, one more chance to win. Tomorrow on the Instance podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. We're going to give one away live on that stream via phone call in which we'll do at the end of the show so there is one more chance to win a virtual ticket if you hear this now and you want to be around for that pop in for the live show tomorrow again that's uh the instance at 10 a.m mountain time that's 9 a.m pacific for your chance to win your own virtual ticket here's an email we got from keller six who says hey scott wondering if it bugs you that characters and heroes behave differently in heroes of the storm than they do in overwatch Junkrat is a good example of this one mine, wind up on the trap, etc. in Heroes, but two mines and no wind up in Overwatch. Does this fly in your head? Uh, sincerely, Keller6. Well, Keller6, I've thought about this a little bit. Um, here's the thing, though. It kind of goes both ways. Like, I don't know if you remember, but when Lucio was launched into Heroes of the Storm, he, uh, from the get-go, had this ring around him that said, well, this is his radius for healing. This is his radius for speed boost. And you had a visible tracker around him all the time in that game. It didn't exist in Overwatch yet. So they then took that idea. I assume, I don't, I mean, I'm not internal on this stuff, so I don't know for sure, but I know which one came first, and it came first in Heroes. 
that stuff then got integrated over into Overwatch. I suppose the same could happen the other way, but you're right. Junkrat's got a single concussion mine in Heroes of the Storm. It works great, but it's one. And if you blow that one up, you got to wait for another one off cooldown. Uh, in Overwatch, that used to be the case, but that got changed. So now you've got two, and you can toss them kind of one after the other. Uh, and then there's a cooldown if you've blown up both. But there have been changes to him in Overwatch that don't match what his current incarnation is in Heroes. And I am, to get to the point, I am 100% fine with that. And I think most players are. Um, first of all, I don't, I, you know, there's no continuity with any of the characters in Heroes of the Storm. So, WoW characters, uh, characters from Diablo, they don't behave the way they do in their games the way they do in Heroes. So, I don't know why Overwatch should be any different. If anything, Overwatch characters have adhered more to their core on, on Overwatch than most of the other games have. So, uh, to their credit, they have retained a lot of that same stuff. But, different game, different needs, different strategy, different play. Like, all that stuff comes into it. So, hopefully that answers your question. And if you've got one of your own there at home, folks, call or call email scottofrogpants.com. And, hell, if you want to call, you can. You can leave, like a, a, like, a voice attachment, like a voice memo to your email. That'd be fine. I'll uh, play those on the show. As long as they're not too long. <laughs> and they're interesting. Those two caveats, that's all. Anyway, that's scottofrogpants.com. Thank you all for listening. Oh, what else? There's something else I was going to tell you. Oh, no new news on the uh, the, the the Overpants tournament, except that that's still going. Uh, working now on who's going to be helping me with it and how that's all going to play out. So uh, more news on that soon. I hate to keep just sort of leading people on, but until BlizzCon's over, we're not going to have anything in place. Uh, a quick reminder, though, if you are a BlizzCon attendee and you see me next week, find me because or run up to me because I will have uh, free stickers for this show for the exploding tire. They're actually my favorite stickers of the three I'll be giving out for the different shows I do. So excited to give some freebies out to see you guys, to talk to you and hang out. That's why I go to BlizzCon. So don't be chicken. Come up and talk to me and uh, let's hang out. Let's get to know each other better. I think it's going to do it for us. Uh, big thanks for everybody for listening. Been great so far. What are we episode four? Are we really a month into this? No, no a week. Uh, yeah. A month. Cause it's once a week. That's crazy. Frogpants.com slash exploding tire. Uh, is where you want to go for all the details you might need in the world. Patreon.com slash frogpants to support us. We really appreciate that as well. Give that a big consider if you would. And uh, on Twitter, at Exploding Tire. That's Exploding Tire on Twitter. That'll do it for us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week after BlizzCon. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.